<clears throat> all right, all right. Uh, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. I guess uh, I'm changing up my sort of my format for this podcast. It's going to be more about me, like my opinion, me talking, basically. So if you love that, please stay tuned. You're going to get quite a show from here on out. It's going to be less about the his, uh, historical material and research that I do as a historian because, well, first off, I'm training to be a historian, but like it gets, uh, I sort of get caught up in the details. Oh, drop my arrowhead. I sort of get caught up in the details of his of uh, historical events and trends and phenomena that. I sort of get lost in the message that I'm trying to convey with these episodes. So I'm just going to, essentially it's just going to be me rambling. Cause like as, uh, my intro, my description of my podcast kind of, uh, showcases is just me talking random shit. So I'm going to drop the whole historian facade. Essentially I'm, using, I'm still going to bring up history cause I love history and, uh, it's my area of expertise, some would say. But I'm going to keep it more to me talking about how... Talking. Just me talking. Like, we can leave context towards whatever these episodes are and whatever sort of topic I'm talking about. I did have a whole, like, 30 to 40 minutes recorded for an episode about... Uh, America's uh, relationship with guns and how it's different than every other nation's and how that sort of played out throughout the centuries. But that's boring. Uh, and I sort of get lost in the whole, like trying to explain certain things. But uh, I'm very, uh, I'm semi-active on, what am I saying semi-active? I share memes on, I share Facebook memes. I uh, send memes to my friends and propaganda videos and my reactions i posted all over my story on instagram you should definitely drop me a follow if you're listening that's weird i don't normally do self-plugs i don't know how to do self-plugs maybe two people listen to this podcast thank you for listening but what am i doing what am i doing i'm gonna start uh drinking a little bit during these episodes just so i can loosen up kind of just to like not really think about what I'm saying, which might be a good or a bad thing, but I feel like I can be more real and more uh, personable to the words and the message I'm trying to convey. Uh, yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna drop the whole history history thing. I'm gonna bring up historical, not research, not all that, not all the boring stuff about history, but more about like how history informs like where the fuck we are. And why you should probably think about history whenever you think, whenever you're thinking about a subject in contemporary times. <clears throat> Something in my throat. I apologize for that. So uh, this episode is basically going to be my reaction. I don't want to be a reaction podcast. That doesn't make any sense. But maybe political, socio-political economic kind of fucking thing going on. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to box myself in. I'm just going to sit in my room and talk shit essentially. And then put it on the internet. Cause that's a great idea. That's a fantastic. Hopefully in the future, uh, my fucking 
friends who I love dearly can get some headphones and uh, I can start having them on as guests because we live hundreds of miles apart, but I love them to death and I hope I can talk to them and get them more in tune to what I'm trying to do here, which is essentially just have fun and talk shit on the internet. Uh, so where do I want to begin with this? So we all know what happened in Tennessee. It was tragedy, uh, a tragic shooting out of school because that's, there's a meme like that's the most American thing that one can do is experience a school shooting. And that's fucked up. It shouldn't be like that. Uh, the political fallout that is happening is kind of crazy with um, the supermajority of Republicans trying to uh, uh, oust, essentially, essentially kick out uh, the three Democratic, uh, not Democratic, but like the Dems, the Democratic Party members who uh, stood in protest with the student protesters who went to the Capitol a few days ago to advocate for uh, gun control, which uh, I don't believe gun control is the right message, uh, but they, those Democrats definitely shouldn't be uh, kicked out just because they stood with, uh, they stood with like their people essentially. So yeah, uh, the legislature is violating those representatives first amendment rights because they're fucking assholes. That's all. Like anyone, any Republican member in Tennessee who votes to kick those people out are fucking assholes because they ne they didn't do anything wrong. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, I want to move on to the much larger uh, social debate that we as Americans have around gun control. I was my background in this is basically I was in the army. A lot of the people that I know a lot of my friends are gun owners and self-advocates for retaining the Second Amendment, which is not a crazy, like, a crazy stance. It's been politicized by, like, the NRA and fucking uh, supposed attacks against the Second Amendment, which aren't really attacks. Because we've had uh, gun control measures throughout our nation's history, like, multiple... No, even multiple. Well, yeah, multiple, but like tons of settlements in the Western United States during the 19th century had ordinances where people weren't allowed to bring their firearms into town because they would cause trouble. And that, like, the trouble that was caused by it was like prolific. It's not crazy to think, like, oh, your town is suffering from gun violence. We're going to not allow people to carry guns inside of our city limits. Like, that's not a new thing, it's a very old like measure it's not an infringement on your rights <clears throat> but my uh my theory here is that for the longest time in american history the right to keep and bear arms was uh centralized around the idea of the militia the community militia which was in place to basically protect the community against whatever sort of adversarial attack would happen would let it be the british or like the british invading that was a perfect it's a perfect uh example of the necessity of a militia system and uh native american tribes that was the they did not just them existing but like uh 
the adversarial nature of certain tribes and warfare with Native American uh, communities throughout uh, the 17th, 18th, and 19th century of the colonial period and the post-revolutionary period. Uh, I know when I said earlier in the podcast I wasn't going to talk about history, but I feel like it's kind of important for the idea that I'm trying to convey right here. Uh, until the First World War, the bulk of every uh, American military mission was militias. It was people who didn't receive proper training. Uh, sometimes they would receive uh, armaments from federal stockpiles, but other than that, the bulk of uh, the American fighting force was militias. After uh, the First World War, it kind of trended towards uh, voluntary enlistment in uh, National Guards or uh, the Federal Army wholesale. <clears throat> but me bringing all that uh, military history shit up is that Americans, for the longest time, were expected to keep and bear arms so that they could respond in defense of or be called to volunteer in the national wars that happened in the past. That's not the case anymore. That hasn't been the case for the past 90, 100, or 100 years. Like the past century, we've, we, America's, Americans as a whole have lost the, uh, <clears throat> the whole, essentially the point of the Second Amendment. And I think my, my idea for the whole gun debate and the whole, should we ban guns or should we arm teachers? Which is the two weird ideas. For, of course, like teachers, the teachers as Americans have the right to bear arms. Like they can, they should be able to carry weapons. I think there should be certain restrictions in place for youth, like students and anyone under 18, basically for carrying a weapon. The only exception should be for like youth hunting seasons and like shooting competitions. Other than that, <clears throat> what am I so oh, this is the cigar I smoke. That's why I'm so caught <clears throat> throaty right now. It's just, mm, it's not great. If you're still listening, I apologize profusely. Maybe some this devil's liquid will help. Yeah, so my. My whole idea is that Americans as a society need to get back to the root of the militia system, not the whole like community defense thing, because like that can be politicized and weaponized to like no, to no end. Like it's crazy how crazy, how wild militias got whenever they went to these warlike scenarios. But I think the spirit of the militia needs to make a return to the United States and preferably in the form of a new militia act, which I think would be a militia act that requires American gun owners to undergo first off initial training to keep and bear arms and then monthly training to maintain firstly their proficiency in those arms and secondly their uh, safe keeping of those arms because one of like there's a problem with people under the age of 18 acquiring these firearms and not 
being and like not being supervised, which is crazy. Cause like, I don't know. It's just, I don't like the idea of people under 18 who can't even like, who we don't even entrust to vote, uh, drink, smoke, or join the military to own, like maintain firearms. Like that's crazy. So I think, uh, underage people should be, should only be able to operate firearms in the presence of people who are in the presence of adults, citizens, because like, Underage people are citizens, but they're not, like, participating citizens, which is a debate we can have, but that's neither here nor there. I'm just talking about firearms at this point. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so underage people shouldn't be able to operate weapons unless they're in the presence of, quote-unquote, uh, militia members. So, like, adults who are undergoing the training to be a part of the militia. Quote-unquote, very broad idea of what the militia is that can be i can hammer that out that out at a later uh at a later point it's not really in my cards right now but i think the problem it's not uh mental health which is often pointed towards by uh, gun rights people as the main cause of gun violence that's ridiculous it's just wholesale. It's a ridiculous argue, argument to make. Of course, there's mental health uh, troubles in the United States, and that can uh, they those people should receive help. Like people who suffer mental illness should get the help they required, and not that's uh, our healthcare system is not uh, does not incentivize the helping the assistance of these people because it's a fucking shit show. The healthcare system is a complete shit show. And if you think that it's just a healthcare problem and that that should be addressed, well, then you should look very hard at, uh, not universal healthcare, but like special privileges of healthcare when it comes to mental illness. If you're not willing to talk about that, then you're not willing to, then you shouldn't be willing to bring out mental health as a, uh, contingency for the gun debate. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, where am I going? I don't know where I'm going. I'm just saying shit. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Uh, First Amendment. Uh, the most, the more important amendment than Second Amendment. But the Second Amendment is still very important. My main point here is that uh, Americans lack the discipline to own and operate firearms. We've uh, we've regulated that to the the dark side of our society, which is messed up because there are a lot of guns in the United States. There's no way you're going to ban those guns from lawful citizens. And if you do, well, guess what? They're going to own them anyways, and you're going to criminalize probably two-thirds of the American population. And that's just not a great... that. That's a recipe for disaster. You can't just ostracize a majority of your population like that. <clears throat> so I think there should be legislation and a move by even gun rights advocates who all like gun owners love training with their firearms. They love talking to people about them. They go crazy. They are the Taylor Swift fans of firearms. Like they know the lore. They know when they were made, they are nerds about this shit. 
And that's completely fine. Let that culture flourish. Let it flourish through community uh, engagement, training, and safety. Because that's the lack of community that has gripped the United States since uh, the 70s, 80s, and 90s is detrimental to our society, full stop. People don't uh, communicate, they don't get together like they used to, and it's it's just not great. It, it's actually pretty sad. One thing I want to say is that uh, there's a lot of jokes and memes going around about the shooter in that tragedy because they were trans. Uh, knock that shit off. You're just being you're just being an asshole. That's it. You're just being callous. You're not recognizing the event for the tragedy that it was. You need to recognize the shooter as a person of tragic consequence to the social failings of the United States. Uh, their, I, I didn't know their pronoun. I don't really care about the whole pronoun debate. It's superflu superfluous to begin with. If you know someone's pronouns, just call them by that. Don't be an asshole. Uh, yeah, just don't be an asshole. Uh, engage with your fellow Americans, your fellow human beings. Stop. Like, there's a whole that's, there's a whole other argument about like uh, Americans engaging with people of other nationalities. You should just see people as first and foremost people, because that's all we fucking are. And life sucks. For the most part. And it will always suck until you die. There are some. There are brief moments where you can smile. Laugh. And love. And those are golden. You should cherish those moments. Uh, yeah. Stop being a callous asshole. Recognize that. The shooters in these cases. Are also victims. Whenever someone goes into a. Uh, permit permits an act of racism like that guy who went into that church in I want to say South Carolina and shot up the black church and he got arrested pity him that's that's like if you're an American if you're a good person if you're a Christian if you're a Muslim like pity the perpetrator because like while they're those victims should be honored and revered that person who uh, perpetuated these acts of violence they should be take pity upon them because it's not their like explicit choice to go out they've been driven something pushed them to do that We're, we don't exist we as people don't exist in vacuums there's evil everywhere so my message here is just First off, with the whole militia thing, like, take responsibility for your gun ownership and who we allow as Americans to participate, to uh, be a part of our militia, quote unquote, for the Second Amendment. My other point is just be good people. Don't point and laugh and be a part of the mockery that tears people down. Because the more you make fun of the victim, the more you make fun of your trans friend, the more you 
uh, deteriorate our society. It's not good. And I'm not saying this like to shame someone who has made fun of them. Uh, you're still a good person. Most people are good. Most people, uh, most people are just good people. I believe that there's good in everyone. Uh, everyone aims to do good, even if they are misconstrued. And we're just on this earth for a short time, and we should be nice. Like that's that doesn't feel like a crazy take. Uh, I'm gonna end this podcast here. This episode here. It's about 20 minutes, so. If you listen, thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah, uh, I love you. And have a wonderful evening. Good night.